Welcome back to WCAT Chats. It's episode 13. I'm joined alongside with a new co-host, Kate Lockman. Kate, how are you doing today? I'm great, Palmer. How are you? Doing really well. We have a great interview lined up with Rankin Willie, so let's just hop right into that. All righty, welcome back to WCAT Chats. We're joined here by Rankin Willie, class of 2016. Rankin, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are y'all doing? We're good. We're excited to have you here. Thanks for being here with us. Um, we've yeah, got a no couple... We've got a couple questions about high school football and baseball and then college baseball. So as a senior, you're able to win state not only in baseball but also in football. What was that like, also beating BT in both those games? Yeah, um, BT kind of had our number um, throughout the year in football and in baseball. Um, And I guess definitely the football was probably the craziest state championship win uh, probably of all time, especially after losing a uh, Tetheril uh, earlier in the year and a blessed Trinity. So, you know, we were, we, we had no business being there and it was, it was really awesome to be able to kind of go on that hot streak and, and win. And then baseball, obviously we're definitely a little bit better there. Um, and, and we, we were favored to get to, to the championship. Um, but obviously blessed Trinity was, was that powerhouse. And they, I guess they still kind of are in some regard. So that was, that was pretty awesome to be able to do that and, and win um, two in one year is, is pretty special. How did you stay relaxed in the fourth quarter? Like those last two drives, y'all had the um, touchdown and then onside kick, recover it, and you're on BT's 20. How did you stay relaxed? I got to be honest, I kind of blacked out. Um, (laughs) It's like one of those things where it just kind of takes over. Um, You don't, you know, you don't really think about not making a effort to be to be calm, to be, you know, cool or collected, you kind of just, it just all happens so fast. And, and you just, you, to be honest, block out. And it's happened a couple of times. Um, well, sports, you just kind of, everything so you're in a slow motion dream or something, but minutes and 52 seconds left to put it close. Um, and we were going to do that onside kick. I just, I didn't even watch the onside kick. I was just, I was like squatted down. I couldn't even look. And then after that, everything just went, you know, in eight times speed. Um, mm-hmm. And that was kind of, that was kind of, that was kind of it, I guess. Um, so I don't think there's any, you know, formula or anything like that. I think it's, you know, it's just, if you are in those big moments enough, um, your body just kind of naturally learns, you know, voluntarily to, um, or involuntarily, I guess, but to just kind of repeat what it's done before to give you success. Okay, so with that being said, you're down two touchdowns with five minutes to go. You threw to number four to making it 24-31. So now you're on, after the onside kick, on 20. Zay runs it for a touchdown. You had momentum and you had focus. Was there anything y'all were afraid of or worried about? Like, what was the concern? I think at that point you're so focused on 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 trying to win that you don't you're not thinking about anything negative. Um, you know, we 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 came in as such a massive underdog that there was no pressure on us. So it's almost easier to play that way. It's easier to free up. I'm sure on their side it was like we can't let them score. We can't let them score. And you know, for us it was like let's just go give it our best shot to score again and see if we can tie this game up. And you know, if we if we lose, we lose. But we wanted to give ourselves the best shot. So I think that's a fun place to be um, when you're, when you're playing, um, especially when you're down a little bit like that to a, to a really strong opponent. It's just, you know, you kind of just let it all hang out and you're not thinking about anything negative or, 
or what happens if this happens or that happens. It's let's just execute, run the plays that we've done all year long and, and you know what, see, see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then you go into overtime, you hand off the ball, Zay scores it for that touchdown. And instantly, obviously, you played both sides of the ball. You were right in to play defense. How did you try to try to manage playing both sides of the ball? I think that's another one of those things where you just kind of black out. Um, you know, it's it, I wasn't saying I was making any any active effort to make sure that I was, you know, going to be rested for defense or rested for offense. It was kind of just like this is what this is what the team needs me to do. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to give it all every single you know snap of of both sides of the ball. And you know, it's at that point you just your your adrenaline takes over. And and I think that's a better way to put it. I mean, obviously you black out a little bit, you forget some details, but it's the adrenaline that just takes over. Um, you know, in any kind of competition, um, sport or anything anything where you're competing against somebody and you really care about it the adrenaline just goes crazy um, and you just, you just lock in and it's almost like a super focus. Um, so that was, that was pretty cool. But I knew that I knew that after we scored, even though they scored, I knew that we, you know, it wasn't over yet. Um, and fortunate enough for us, uh, they had that fumble on the goal line and um, we recovered it in the end zone. Yep. Okay. So it was their first pass. You blocked it as safety after you just scored. Um, the announcers just said, what an incredible play by one of the playmakers in this game. We know who he is, ballin'. So Chuck Smith was one of the announcers for that game, I'm pretty sure. Did he talk to you after the game? I know he was really impressed with his announcing, obviously. <laughs> He's really excited. Um, I, I'm sure he did. I don't remember, I don't remember a lot of, of what happened uh, just because everything was going so fast. and It was just such a celebration. It was just a total shock. Um, and I, I think that's funny because, you know, when you're in the booth and stuff, you don't you you kind of are just watching as a fan. You don't get to see kind of really the the intricacies of what just went on in that play or other plays. That play beat me earlier in the year um, and I totally missed my assignment. And that guy, that tight end slipped out right behind me. He was my guy to cover, went right past my face, scored a touchdown. Um, it almost happened again. I, I just barely remember him seeing cr- him cross my face. Cause I was so, you know, wanted to be there to make a big tackle and, and, and be there for the team and stop the guy and, and, and win the game. And I just barely saw him cross my face. And I was just like, Oh shoot. I immediately saw Jerry Romberg's face and how mad he would be at me if I let them score on the same play that beat me earlier in the year. So I put in uh put it in overdrive and, and got there to barely break it up. But, um, but yeah, no, that was uh, that was a pretty cool play, and and obviously it looks really good on tape. But uh, behind the scenes, there's a little bit of a little bit of an extra thing that that uh, you know pe- most people don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it like after that game, first day back at school? You know, kind of getting hailed as a champion. What was that experience like? It was super cool. But if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure we were in exams. Um, so it was kind of like you know you had your you had your one night of fun, uh, really celebrate, let it sink in. And then, you know, you're hit with uh, a chemistry final the next day. So, um, and that's the thing about Westminster. It doesn't really matter. Uh, academics comes first. So there's no special passes or anything like that. You got to turn it on. And, um, and uh, as much as I was ready, I think I did not do that well on that exam. So it is what it is, but it was, but it was fun, but it, it was cool. I mean, you know, just it, it, you could see how much it meant to everybody, you know, getting back to school and 
you know, I think it was, I think it was 37 years since we'd won one. And, um, you know, those teachers had been there for so long. Those coaches have been there for so long. It was cool to just see everybody kind of rally behind it and be like, wow, this is, this is pretty special. Um, so that was something that I'll, I'll never forget. And I was glad to be a part of, I mean, even down to like the, you know, the lunch staff, you know, the cafeteria people and, the, and, and, the you know, janitors and, and security people and, and people that you don't think are clued in because obviously the coaches are clued in and, 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 and some of the, you know, faculty members are clued in, but you know, it's people like that, that you wouldn't imagine in a million years that they, they, they care or why they would care. Um, but they all made some comments and I thought that was probably the most special thing. Mm -hmm. How did you obviously talk about academics in school? How did you try to balance that? Well, obviously playing sports at a high level and going to a really good school. Yeah. Are you, are you meaning with Westminster? Or are you mean with like with Auburn or anything? Westminster. Just going just in general. Westminster. Westminster. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, my mom and my mom had gone to Westminster and my mom was very, uh, very on me about academics. Um, and so I, I think I think for me, it was just, you know, when you're going to such a great school like Westminster, you've got to make sure that, you know, you understand your expectations that, yeah, you, you have expectations on the field, but you also have extremely high expectations in the classroom. Um, and I think that's what makes Westminster students so special is that they can do both of those at a high level. Um, and so that for me was it wasn't an option. It's, you know, I, I can I could do I could throw 300 yards and four touchdowns or whatever. But if I'm not making my grades also, then I'm lacking in one field and I got to make sure that I make up for that. So, you know, I think it's just about managing your time. And I think the Westminster, you know, faculty and teachers and stuff like that do a great job in and in, in, in making sure that you know how to study, how to manage your time um, and, and just stay on top of things. Okay, so switching over to baseball, how old were you when you started playing? Ooh, probably four, but I probably had a wiffle ball bat or something when I was younger, and somebody was throwing me something to to hit, you know, in the in the living room or something like that. Okay, so in the second state game for baseball, I was there with my dad, and I just remember it was so exciting. And you changed out of your catcher gear to pitch. It was the top of the seventh with bases loaded two outs and the batter just walked how did you stay relaxed in such a stressful situation and how do you um keep your mindset on pitching the right ball so y'all could win oh I promise you I was not relaxed by <laughs> any stretch of the word Boy, I thought I was about to I, I thought I was about to I thought I was about to blow the state championship game um but I think that's another thing it's like you know especially in baseball coach Ren said it all the time you know you have to have positive body language um you can't let other you can't let other people know that you're you know shaking um because they'll they'll get scared too so you know I, I just tried to stay as straight laced focused as I possibly could even though on the inside I was like I'm gonna blow this game and and ruin this for everybody um but that was fun I, I think I think another kind of motivating factor um, I mean, I was tired, so I understood that, you know, I'm not throwing my best stuff and anything like that. Um, but I, I had dated a girl at Blessed Trinity and we had broken up and their entire student section was chanting her name to kind of throw me off. And I remember that was a little bit of a, of a motivational factor um, in making sure that I, I stayed locked in. So that was pretty interesting. 
I, I do remember that part. I, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, also, I just wanted to say this. This, this isn't a question, question, but before, before all the games, I would stand right by home play um, at home, and you would give me a fist bump before you would go um, at oh, yeah. that. And I just, I loved it. It was so much fun getting to see you play. Yeah, you were a lot younger back then. <laughs> I was, I was. Which, which means I've gotten a lot older. <laughs> okay, so what was the recruiting process like for you for, for baseball? baseball? Um, it was, it, it was good. I mean, there's rules that have changed now. Um, but a lot of it was, you know, you can't, you can't really get a formal, I guess, communication with the coach until like a junior year or something like that. But I, I remember it was, it was, it was an interesting process. I think I probably would have wanted to wait a little longer, but, um, you know, the cards just kind of align in the right way. Obviously you go to the showcases, you do the things like that and you play travel ball and, you know, people start to notice you and, and baseball is a lot different than football. Football, you know, people just kind of throw offers around because they got 100 percent scholarships for, you know, everyone pretty much. Baseball is a little different, so they got to be a little strategic. So, you know, you're only getting a certain certain percentage here, a certain percentage there. I remember going to see a lot of schools um, and I ended up, you know, committing to LSU at the start um, and then stayed there for a year and a half. And then I went to Auburn. Um, so I guess I had two different recruiting processes. You know, I had the first one out of high school. And then when I left LSU, it was a whole nother recruitment process. How is it um, playing in a very competitive SEC, like away games? Were they a lot more difficult than I know, obviously, for football, they are. But um, how does that compare with baseball? Um, it, it, it's over the past, I would say, five years. It has it has taken center stage. Um you know, places like Mississippi State, um, Ole Miss, uh, LSU, even there's a, there's a lot of others right now that are that are kind of coming up. But I mean, SEC baseball is the best baseball in the country um, at a collegiate level. Um, you play guys that are going to be, you know, Friday night starters in the SEC are going to be playing, you know, in the major leagues one day, first round draft picks, stuff like that. The best hitters, the best players, the game is the fastest um, in the country. You're constantly facing good competition and people are starting to get behind it a little bit more, especially in the SEC. I mean, you know, duty noble field at Mississippi state, I think holds 12,000 people and it's an absolute circus when you're there and Ole Miss, they do the shower and right field and, and everybody like that. It, it's, it, it's pretty crazy. You know, when you're there and you've got 10,000 people, I, I would say, honestly, one of the craziest atmospheres is Arkansas. I mean, they just wear you out. And it's just they're on top of you and it's so loud. It's so crazy. And uh, especially when there's a big momentum shift, um, they start going crazy at these places. But the best thing, the coolest thing in the world is when you take the momentum and the energy right out of them and the place goes dead quiet. Mm -hmm. um, I remember a couple of occasions like that um, at Mississippi State where they were up and, and we, you know, we, we hit a double to go ahead or something like that. And it, it just went, I mean, you could hear a, a pin drop. So that was pretty cool, but, but it's, 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 it's definitely the, the most fun conference to play in. Um, and I'm fortunate to do it at two different places. Mm -hmm. And then you had a fantastic senior year. What was that like? And would you change anything about it? Yeah, so my my senior year, I guess I had two senior years. I got a victory lap with COVID. So my my for my senior year before um, you know COVID uh, came about and and we had to cancel the season. Um, I was doing really really well uh, and probably the best I've ever done in my life. And I thought I was going to be great. And um, 
so they, you know, they said they were going to cancel the season and, and, but everybody was, I was fortunate the NCAA gave us all a year back um, to compete again. So that senior year was awesome. Um, and I don't think I changed anything. You know, I, I, I could have played after um, if I wanted to, but I was pretty much at peace with the fact that, you know, I've been to the college world series a couple of times. I've, I've, I've hit over 300. I've done a lot of things and, and I was kind of ready to move on. Um, so that was, that was nice, but I, I, I loved Auburn. I loved every bit of it. Um, the coaches there, the development, everything. I mean, you name it. I, I loved it. And I was very fortunate that they gave me another opportunity to continue to play in the SEC. And, and um, I had a great run with them. Okay. So was there anything you would do differently about your senior year in high school? Sports-wise or my anything? Senior, my senior year in high school, it would be pretty hard to beat. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, add another sport in there or, or do something else different. I, I don't know. I mean, I think – I think. Uh, you know, I think I think what I would have done is I would have I would have really tried to make an effort to slow down um, after we won the state championship in football. Everything was going so fast. It was so crazy that, I, to be honest, I don't remember a lot of it. So I wish I had slowed down and and and, you know, I, I was just freaking out. So I think that's that's something I would have done differently. Um, but other than that, I, I had a great run of it senior year. Um, you know, I just think I think when you I think when you leave a school like Westminster with the academics and the athletics and stuff like that. You don't, you don't realize how good you have it um, until you until you leave. I remember I sat in an English class my senior year um, with Frank Finsway and I had, I think 10 national merit semifinalists in that class, 10. And I was not one of those 10 in case you were wondering, but um yeah, so I remember we were reading introductions to a paper, and I was like, I had to follow up Neelai Sarda, and I was like, I'm not doing that. I was like, I'm not following that up. And I remember I got to LSU, and I was in my, you know, freshman, first semester freshman year um, English class, and then we were doing the same thing. And I was like, all right, you know, what the heck, let's go. So I read it, and I had the same look from everybody else in that classroom that I had to Neelai Sarda. And I was like, it was the first time I was like, wow, how prepared I was and how, how, how great this is. So I think I probably would have taken advantage of the resources a little bit more um, for sure. One last question, just to wrap everything up. What's one piece of advice you give to either a younger you or a younger baseball or football player? I think I've thought a little bit about this before. Um, you know, obviously there's the cliches of take it slow and appreciate and stop smell the roses, whatever, but you know, that that's, that's true in a lot of regard. Um, I just think, you know, for me, I don't, I don't really miss playing baseball or playing football. I had an awesome run of it, but what I miss is everything that came with it. Like the, you know, from the strength training, the, the training staff, all that stuff, all those resources that you have at your fingertips. I mean, study hall stuff, office hours, you, you name it. If, if I could go back and tell myself, I would take advantage of those resources, you know, tenfold. Um, because once they're gone, they're gone. And, you know, you played baseball for 20 years, but you really only had those resources for, you know, if you're in college, if you go to, you know, most places, unlike Westminster, you only get it for like four years. But if you're at Westminster, you get to use them a lot longer. Um, so I think that's something that I would 100% go back and tell myself to do is, is, is use those resources way more because 
I mean, if I get hurt right now, I mean, I got to go sit in some doctor's waiting room. I mean, if you get hurt at Westminster or you get hurt at, at, at Auburn or some school like that, that you're going to play, I mean, you have access to the best medical care immediately. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that, you know, just that I took for granted a little bit, but I would just say, you know, it doesn't matter, especially for baseball and football players. It doesn't matter where you go, you know, all those big offers or whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Everything comes around, everything will circulate and, as long as you're having fun and it's not being ruined for you, I think that's the best thing. That's all that's you all can shoot for. Okay. Thank you so much for talking to us today. This was great. Absolutely, guys. I was on that stage at one point. Did the morning news. Did the morning news with Miranda, Miranda Tamaris. Oh, we, yeah. were on, on all, we were on all the hot topics. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Great talking to you. All right. Bye. Yeah, of course. All right. Thank you all. Thanks, Reagan, for the great interview. Over the weekend, we had tons of basketball with both the boys and the girls playing through games. The boys went 1-2. and two. They beat Stone Mountain and then lost to Stevenson and Miller Grove. Versus Miller Grove, they almost had an incredible comeback to win, but sadly fell just short last night. And then the girls beat Stone Mountain, beat Stevenson, and beat Miller Grove. Versus Stone Mountain, they were up at a point 39-0. And then Stevenson, they won 65-25. And then last night, on senior night, they won 76-10. It's impressive just how good this team is. They continually dominate all of their opponents, and it's mainly due to the leadership of their captains and Courtney Ogden and as well as Kira Stoudy. Mm-hmm. And so is Play for K Night on Friday night, and um, that's a fundraiser for women's cancers, and they had a lot of fun prizes and raised a lot of money. And the cheerleaders had a new routine for us last night, for senior night, and it was great to see them on their last night cheering for the Cats. Over the weekend, we had state swimming, and the girls were able to win their six straight state championships, so congrats to them. And swimmer Kate, Katie Christofferson was able to beat, multi, broke multiple school records in the 50 free, as well as the 100 free. Then the boys finished in the top 10, and it was overall a good season. If you want to learn more about their season, go back to our last episode. I think it's only on Spotify. It's audio exclusive to hear more from MK Bowler about that. And also, the divers had a great state meet. We had three girls finish top 10, Hallie, Charlotte, and Alex. And um, Trevor also finished top 10. And so their scores helped on the swimming state on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then wrestling was over the weekend. It was individual regionals. And a lot of guys advanced to sectionals this weekend. Brian Schaefer, Aiden Cisneros, Brody Kahn, Robert Krim, Jackson Bailey, Van Brown, Mac Thompson, Sam Rivas, and finally, Cooper Thomas. So... Go cheer them on as they do have sectionals coming up this weekend. And so we had our first varsity tennis match yesterday on Tuesday. And the girls and boys both played Cambridge, and we both won. It was a great first match. We're looking to go undefeated, both teams, and also to win state. The girls are looking for their third year in a row state title. Captains for the girls are Riley Sager, Ashley Piedad, Claire Bonds, Ellie Parton, and Kelly Sanchez. Yep, and then like you mentioned, guys won. They won in dominating fashion last night versus Cambridge. And again, matches coming up, St. Pius on Thursday, and then West Forsyth next Tuesday. So boys soccer are 1-0 and in the season. They beat Miller Grove 12-0 and with a mercy rule with goals by Lucas Searle and Ian Alexander. And then the girls also played Miller Grove on Monday. They won 15 nothing in only 15 minutes, and the mm-hmm. starters played for about 10 of that. Allie Ross scored six. And then, you know, the girls have won state, seven straight state championships. 
and they're hoping to keep that up. Even though they lost a lot of great players last year, they're filling it up with even better ones. Mm-hmm. And they had a statement win against LaGrange, a scrimmage, 8-0 to zero last Friday. And then um, boys lacrosse, they haven't had a game yet, but their first game is tonight. They scrimmaged um, a couple weekends ago and won. And then they have games Saturday versus Pope and then a game next Tuesday versus Holy Innocence at home. Mm-hmm. And then for the girls, they played last night versus Druid Hills, won 19 nothing. And then their next game comes up on Tuesday versus Hillgrove. So baseball, they haven't had a game yet, but they – they played a scrimmage on Monday versus Riverwood and won 7-2. to They had a home run by Bobby Yarbrough and great pitching by Arjun Pradhan and Calvin McBurney. And then this Friday they go over to Hurd, right over by the Alabama border to play. And then next week they have a game Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it will be great to see them fully kick into swings with the home opener. So make sure to come out and cheer them on. And the track season has also just started, but they're still practicing – with over a week until their first meet. Mm-hmm. And then golf tryouts starting this week. And guys are, again, trying to repeat as state champions. I don't. I think same with the girls. Um, so we've got crew. They have just started practicing going to the river with the boats. And hopefully they'll have a regatta soon. Yeah. So since we have a new guest on, we have <laughs> a little bit of a special segment. We got some WCAT Chats trivia. So the first question is, who was the first guest we interviewed? Gigi Johnson. Mm-hmm. Who was the first coach? Sharon Lagren. And still the only to this day. How, which one of Rankin Woolley's teammates have we interviewed? Will Benson. Yep. And then, who was the first student we had interviewed? The first student? Like, graduated or? No, like, currently at this Currently? Point. Um, she played in the lacrosse game last night. But we didn't have her on because of lacrosse. Um, I really am blanking. C.C. Schrader. Okay. All righty. Thank you all for coming on and watching episode 13, WCAT Chat. Remember to follow it on Spotify, YouTube, subscribe, and then like the podcast and share it to all your friends. Thank you. Go Cats. Go Cats.